The Hideout. Hideout. Oh. BSP. BSP. Next. 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 What's next? One hour. The top ten stories of the week. According to them, El Jefe and J Dubs. Next is now. Yes. Welcome to Next Cast Twelve. Ooh. Will one of these stories be the number one story that we did not get to this week in the hideout? <laughs> That's the way it's going to roll. The Big Brother discount. A major step for stem cells. Or, J-Dubs, Bang Bus is actually news. The details of these stories will, though, rank in this week's top ten of Not Done on Terrestrial Radio. And us, all next, right here, Next Cast 12. You know who we are. And it's good to be Like, it feels good to be back in next. Isn't that weird? Although I'm having fun doing the mm-hmm. hideout again. Because we're almost doing a, hide, a next-ish take on the hideout. But one of the big reasons that we decided to come back to the next format was because I didn't feel like we were given quite enough during the PSPs where it was just kind of a regular after show, you know? Yeah, it was a little bit different, you know? It was just, yeah, it was different. And it was... Uh, it wasn't it, bad. No, it, it was just... Odd. Yeah, I mean, odd. I didn't even think that it was odd. I just felt like we could do more with it. And we already had the next template sitting there. Mm-hmm. And there's so much shit that we never get to. So why not do it in somewhat of an organized position? I think it'll help keep us on track, help us do it, and help kind of keep rekindle the momentum that the next casts and next had built. So anyway, that's what it's going to be when we do it from now on. The top ten stories... And it could be anything, news, personal stuff, audio, that we did not get to on the terrestrial broadca- uh, broadcast. Oh, and we can say fuck. Oh. Ooh, fuck. So that's always an added bonus. <clears throat> Dubs. Cunt. We start with number 10. Story number 10. This was meant to go into the audio overload. Mm-hmm. Dubs. You found a Miami station that's doing hard-hitting news during November sweeps. Uh, yes, yes, they are. Uh, everybody knows what Bang Bus is, right? Refresh. There okay. might be some so, people it, who it, don't. Bang Bus is a porn site that uh, basically their gimmick is they pick up chicks on the side of the road, offer them 500 bucks to, uh, to uh, fuck them, show them their tits, all this stuff, and then they uh, throw them on the side of the road afterwards out of a moving vehicle. Well, uh, this Miami news station caught wind of this, and it's a Miami-based company doing this. So they decided to go undercover with Bang Bus. Right now, Local 10 News exposes a porn studio on wheels. A bus drives through South Florida neighborhoods shooting hardcore porn. We track down a producer to find out what's going on. You're watching Local 10 News, your problem-solver station. Okay. It is hardcore porn being shot, produced, and distributed right here in South Florida. And the Shocker. action could be going on in the van right next to you. I'm Dwight Lauderdale. Right next to my kids? Oh, no. Problem solvers. November sweets. Sweeps. Cocks. Pussies. Stay tuned. <laughs> you could see. Is that taint driving next to you? <laughs> 
Jennings, it's sex on the move, and it has a worldwide following. Tonight, local it's 10 problem solver, Matt Lloyd, you can't miss. goes undercover to find out how this operation works. Holy labia, you stick the cock in the vagina. The online video shows two men in a minibus rolling around South Florida hunting for young women. What's your name? Mandy. Mandy's your name? Do you usually talk to strangers, Mandy? So look, what, what if I paid you like 500 bucks to come with us? The men offer money to get the girls in the bus. The young ladies flash their breasts. What are those? And what follows is hardcore pornography that usually... I hate reporters. What's great is that they talk to you like you've never heard of this. They talk to you like, yo, know, I don't know, you are in second grade and you're getting that first uh, sex talk from your teachers. Who who are the people that are like, um, let me see, bang bus, I wonder what that is. And I wonder if it's legit. So, let's find out. This, this isn't real news. This is November sweeps bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's exactly what it is. It comes to a demeaning end by leaving or dumping the women on the side Come of the road. Come on her face. <laughs> oh, that's the, that's the Mitzel became our mole. She responded to ads in alternative newspapers and called the company directly. And ev- there is some deviant working in that newsroom who you. knows where to find every. Oh, I, I, a, I would. I would. There's, I would. A, there's an out-of-work radio guy who decided to take a stab at product, uh, TV and it's like, hey, you know what? This could be good. And the guy's going to get a raise. I jack off to this all the time. Maybe we should find out what we're jacking to, my friends. What are we jacking to? Problem solvers on the case. Eventually, got a call back from this guy. He identified himself as Olivier Cadron, a producer with Ox Ideas. He asked Michaela to come to their shoot house in a high-end area of Alton Road. Where over the course of three days, we saw several young men come and go. Michaela hey. at a more public location. We rolled a hidden camera, and he offered up plenty of information. Did he? He said primarily it's internet-based, and it would be seen worldwide. I'm going to be a star. He estimated, he goes, conservatively, they get about 100,000 hits a day. He said the shoot itself takes anywhere from four to five hours, but the actual act but the shame lasts for a lifetime. minutes. So what's the pay for having sex on camera? The pay, he said, was $700. And that would be in cash after the shoot. Come on, baby B. Just take a bite. And what about the video that shows the bus picking up women on the side of the road? (laughs) Then dumping them when the sex is finished. The whole scenario is staged. It is all acting contrary to what you and I believe. Who believes that that's actually happening? We all see these reality-based sites where they do this kind of thing, like the street blowjobs. I used to love that site, but it was obviously staged. It was this guy walking around. They said uh, he had a secret pinpoint camera in his his eyeglasses. He just walks around buying blowjobs from chicks. Of course it's fake. It's just an act. But you put yourself in the position of believing, yeah, this is real. Just for the moment while you're jacking off, and you're like, I can't believe I jacked off to that fucking Captain Kangaroo bullshit. Yeah, I know, but at least, like, you know, things like House, those are real documentaries. <laughs> uh, you know, that's what I'd be heartbroken to find out that wasn't real. Because, I mean, obviously. It's just a show. What? I'm not going to ruin it for you. Yeah, I, this is a documentary, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking to the camera, I mm-hmm. saw it. 
So is it misleading? Most likely. But that doesn't make it illegal, and it's big business. I feel sorry for anybody that would get involved with it, but in the end, it's $700. Judge, fucker? That's it. $700 for your entire reputation. Wow. Well, if Michaela admits that they say the approaching girls on the street is staged, how do we know the rest of it isn't staged? I mean, how much of this is truth and how much of it's fiction? How much do they want you to believe? That guy's pissed. He's jerked off a few times thinking it's real. These motherfuckers. How do I know that they aren't, they're really fucking them in the ass? How do I, I mean, know they're just not rubbing pelvises? I mean, this, is it this real is all special effects? This is, this, that's a CGI cock right there. That's not real semen. My semen's yellow and uh, has a slight tang to it. It's it's shocking to me. That comes too white, my friends. How is it that they keep an FCC license uh, for reporting this and passing this off as news? I don't know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> or do they do it just so that we can talk about it? That's what it is, right? And it gets them the, the attention. I mean, we're helping defeat it, but we also like to point out it's bullshit. But... Like, I want to know, like, I'd love to be sitting there. Like, it is the holidays. Have you ever just been sitting there with your family and this comes on and your aunts look at each other like, oh, my God, I didn't know this happened. And, you, and like, you want to sit there and go, of course it fucking happens. I can show you 15 other websites that mm-hmm. are just like it. Oh, I can. Have you got, have, uh, hey, Grams, have you seen two girls, one cup? You'll love this shit. Lick it, bitch. Lick it. Next, 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 next story number nine. Not gotten to in the hideout, J Dubs. Mm-hmm. A major step for stem cells. Researchers in Wisconsin and Japan, because they're so close to each other, have <laughs> turned ordinary human skin cells into what are effectively embryonic stem cells without using embryos or women's eggs. Is this going to put an end to the stem cell debate? Now I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to clone far before you fucking. Gets uh, into his next uh, until he before he retires. It's uh, not going to happen, Chief said. Ordinary Go fuck cells yourselves. could morph into any type of cell or tissue. In theory, would allow people to grow personalized replacement parts for their body. Where, where would I grow a fucking in a fucking petri dish? But now they but, have the but, means. Okay, you're you're growing an arm. You can grow an arm for yourself. You just. It has to go somewhere. It can't just go into a petri dish. That's what it does. It grows into a petri. It grows in a petri dish. A petri dish can't hold a fucking leg. Well, then eventually you expand it out to a little cradle. I don't fucking know. All I know is they're getting this shit done and we're fucking with Mother Nature too much, man. At some point, we have to die. Like, we have to get off of this planet. What's scarier to you? What's scarier? A planet where people don't die or a planet where no new people are born? Because I dream about both happening. Um, Where no new people are born. To me, it's a planet where no one dies because then there are too many people. Now, I, a planet where no people are born is scarier just because it shows there is more of a divine power in place. There's something bigger. You know? Good. That's what we need then. This whole fucking idea of we're going to live forever. I don't like feeling like a puppet. That's what I'd feel like if there is a divine power. That's why God just fucking threw some herpes on your lips. It's not fucking herpes. <laughs> This is done, this mutation, by genetically engineering a virus, which can, which can also trigger tumors. Mm-hmm. So it might be months before a virus-free method emerges. This is the setup for every fucking science fiction movie that's ever been made. Here we are. 
We got this thing. It's going to help us live longer. Right now, it's stated out of virus. It's fucking Resident Evil. It's you know, any fucking thing that happens to start with a virus that's going to help us live longer. It does not end well. Well, I, I like that this is happening, and it's drawing all the attention away from that island out there that's, uh, that's crossing uh, uh, um, frog DNA with, uh, with old dinosaur DNA. And then we have Jurassic Park. And those fucking raptors, they get smart, and they can open doors. When they open doors, your kids are dead. I guess they're also... They can't hide in pantries at that point. They're also working on building robots with this high-powered uh, artificial intelligence to fight our wars for us. Well, I mean, Cyberdyne's doing some really good work out there for us. <laughs> but we never... like. It's all they're laid out. Like, they're brilliant people who have seen this shit. They have foreseen it. Mm -hmm. But yet, for some reason, we cannot look at the warning signs and say, okay, we probably shouldn't go here. We probably should not attempt to bury our loved animals in an Indian cemetery. Because uh, they're going to come back to life, and they're going to chase us down hallways. All I know is I don't want to be buried in a pet cemetery. I don't want to live my life again. It's just stupid, man. It's And it always is coming about. And there's nothing. We'll never fucking pay attention to it. We're always going to sit there and watch it happen. Here's the problem, too. There's people that keep on putting this biodegradable waste into, uh, into uh, what are those big buildings that have dead people in them? Uh, Morgues? No, the, the ones after you're, you're, you're placed in there like it's a burial. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you, you never seen those where you aren't buried on the ground. They're always in the cemeteries. Oh, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I, yeah. I they, always, they always put like biodegradable waste in there, and then some motherfucker always has to pop it open, and then we have people asking for brains. <sighs> what movie was that? Night of the Living Dead. Brains. Next. Next story number eight. Number eight. Why brains? The pain. Several U.S. auto insurers have begun offering in-car camera, uh, cameras and GPS to help parents monitor their teens' driving behavior, hoping to reduce crashes. Big Brother mm -hmm. is offering a discount, so Americans are eating it up. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll hand away any kind of bullshit right that we... Not even right, just privacy that we have. Well, there's a right to privacy that we're just willing to completely... Concede. Well, I mean that that privacy is only as far as you know you allow it to uh, be. I mean, if you're going to walk around with your cock out, you have no privacy to your own cock right. at that point. And that's what they're doing. They're just walking around with their cocks out right now. The discounts are for uh, up to fifteen percent. So for fifteen percent off, you can know where your child is, <laughs> which most parents would love to do. But think about how that's just going to be a slippery slope to suspicious spouses to. The government knowing exactly where you are for a 15% fucking discount. Listen, you don't want to know where your kids are. Trust me. <laughs> we were all kids once. Do you think your parents want to know where you were at all times? I wasn't actually at Triangle Bowl. We were out over at Craig's uh, house drinking Mad Dog 2020, uh, trying to figure out who was going to come on his mom's face first. That's where we actually were, not Triangle Bowl. Uh, and, you know... They would always see us, uh, they'd probably see us up at the mobile station most of the time and sitting there for three hours while we decided where we wanted to drive while we were on shrooms, just giggling to ourselves. 
And we didn't cause any trouble, but we were fucking high as hell. I've never been higher. Just looking at those fucking neon lights. I wonder where they parked in that yet-to-be-built subdivision for 45 minutes. Oh, he's eating her out. (laughs) And then he's getting a blowjob. That's what's happening. And that, that's, you're right, parents don't want to know. No, you don't want to know where your kids are. You don't want to know that we're driving to the fucking ghetto to get a homeless guy to buy us the Mad Dog 2020. And then we have nowhere to go to drink it, so we just Craig's drive Craig's mom's around. house, and then she's going to try to blow you. I'm telling you, and that's where you end up going. Next. Next. Story number seven. Get Craig's number. Hey there, Mrs. Holland. Uh, dog gives up life. To save man from fire. Brian See, S- the bounty hunter is making... Uh, That's making- not, it was an actual mm-hmm. dog. Brian Smith has pictures of his dog in his coat pocket, a reminder of the pet that sacrificed itself to save him from a burning house. House is on fire. Dog wakes him up. Of course. He went, This fucking man goes and grabs the puppy in the house and then leaves, then realizes the dog that saves his life is still oh, in motherfucker. there. that motherfucker. That motherfucker. Well, he runs back in, and the firefighter's... Like they pull him out, and they, he there was he was like, I know it was stupid, but anyone who has a pet, you do the exact same. Oh thing. yeah, yeah. Especially if that dog saved your life, right? I think you owe it to that dog to try to go in back in and save its life. Would you sacrifice? You have had that shot. Would you sacrifice your life for your dog's mm-hmm. life? In a second. So you would really give up your life for yes. the life of that of of Cody. Mm-hmm. As ugly as it is, she's beautiful. She's loving. And she's going to live forever anyway, so, I mean, I... Have you thought about the mortality of, uh, the mortality just, like, of your animal and, like, gotten sad? Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Have you? Like, when you just see your dog, or your cat lay there, and it's sleeping, you're thinking, you know what, one day I'm going to walk in here, and I'm going to smile and say, hey, good morning, Tycho, or good morning, Cody. Pet it. And it's not going to move. Yeah. It's just not going to move. I've thought about that. You're going to freak out. I wouldn't mind it so much if it was Charlie or Maggie, my other two cats. But if it was Tycho, my first cat, when he goes, I'm going to be a wreck for a very long time. I know I will be. I thanked him the other day for saving my life. Because I think when I got my pet Tycho, it was the changing point in my life that helped start this road of me being a better person, like, overall. You're a better person now? I think that How I... How fucking bad were you before? Jesus, you, you know. If anyone knows, it's you. <laughs> I think I'm a much better person now than I was pre-Tyco. That's the way it is going to be. P-T-A-T. Pre-Tyco, post-Tyco. But yeah, I mean, I would certainly run into the house for Tyco. The other two, I don't know necessarily that I would. Oh, I wouldn't run in there for any cat. It could be fucking that, that famous cat from the fucking Whiskers commercial. That fucking thing can burn in hell. Um, so you think that dogs are better than cats? Without a doubt. And that, tell me one cat that'll wake you up to save your life. Dude, there are stories of cats dialing 911 to save old people. No. There are. If I had the fucking time, I'd Google it right now. You know, you know. There's certainly a story about that. You know why they do that? Because there's no breath left in those old people to suck out so they can fucking live longer. If it was a baby in there, they would, they would suck the breath out and let it burn. Stories. Door number six. Email is old school. Almost half of the Facebook generation prefers chat via text messaging and IM than email. Dubs, do you fall into this category? Yeah, I rarely email. Uh, and, you know, even us. Well, 
will chat over our email. Like we, we have on Google. We have yeah, we have Gmail, and we're able to uh, chat back and forth instead of just sending emails back and forth. the The biggest reason why. I just don't want all to have to delete every time and everything. It's just a big pain in the ass. My real job uh, surrounds email a lot, and it does annoy me. Like yeah. the whole ideal uh, of instant messaging. I almost prefer a call to to emailing than, uh, you know what I mean? Like if Yeah, it, you have to write out this whole long thing, yeah, and then you have to wait for the reply. And, and it's the waiting for the reply that really drives you nuts. Because you don't chat with people unless you know they're online. There's a little thing that pops up and says they're online. When you're emailing, it doesn't say if they're online or not. Because yeah. for my job during the week, I'm waiting for important information. So sitting there and waiting for this fucking information, it does. It drives you nuts. And you're just constantly refreshing. Whereas if they were online and you're online, it's a quick bang, 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 and you're mm-hmm. done. So it really is and, all about being and instant. Same with text messaging. Say, you know, you don't want to call I this person. I hate to text message, though. Really? Yeah, you, it's too much. I, maybe because I have a shitty phone for text messaging. I do, too. My one doesn't even work anymore. I don't know how I'm getting around that. It's ridiculous. I um, also, that Facebook generation, which I guess we're in, mm-hmm. you know, barely on the cusp, you know, me being 29, but I fall into these categories. Uh, all They're always on AIM or Facebook or MySpace yep. from the time they get home until the time they go to bed. Yeah, I'm on AIM basically the whole time. I I, rarely, I'm on, but I'm not on, you know. You're logged in. I rarely AIM anymore. Why? I, my computer sucks, and I don't, I don't have my computer. I'm not, my, like, my laptop that I'm on, it doesn't really have it. And I don't know. It's this weird thing. And I just want to go through this really quickly because even though I'm in this Facebook, quote unquote, generation or whatever they fucking call it, even though I don't have a Facebook, I've got a mm-hmm. MySpace, I kind of feel like I'm growing up too fast. Like, you know, I'm talking about Tycho and mm-hmm. just, you know, the last story about how it's it started this change for me for the better. Like, all right, here's, here's my life in the last year, like how I have changed, okay? I feel guilty if I don't have a meal with veggies or greens or something. Like before, it never even entered my mind. Now, I mean, I do it all the time, but there's an actual guilt that's there. And I enjoy vegetables. Ugh. I no longer play video games. I haven't played a video game in easily six months, if not longer. And a lot of times, you know, I gave up games and I'd always come back to them. Mm. I have absolutely no interest in sitting down and playing a video game anymore. I genuinely would rather read a book. Well, you, you don't even have a video game console anymore, anymore so it, uh, it kind of makes it easier for you. I rarely punch the clown. Why? Now you're just talking crazy. I know. Who doesn't love to leave a slug mark across their chest? I prefer wine to beer. Now you're just talking like a faggot. And I have a plan for getting out of debt. 2007 was the year and I grew up. And, okay, hold on. Does that plan for debt include not jerking off? No. Then why aren't you jerking off? I don't know. You know what it is? I'm too fucking busy. Here's my life really quickly. Let me explain How long it to you. are you jerking off for, man? Uh, well, the, it, I did it like last week, I think, mm-hmm. and it was one of those where it wasn't even satisfying because it w- needed to happen so bad. It was almost just like the tube of toothpaste was too full, and as soon as you open it, it just pops out. Yeah. So yeah. it was a tug, tug, squirt. It was like that quick. I don't even know if I was fully hard yet. <laughs> you know, it was almost like pee. dirty. I know. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it was almost like pee. So, yeah, I'm in this real weird fucking... Like limbo in my life, where in 2007 I almost became a man. Almost. Not quite there yet. Next. Next. Story number five. Next. 
Dubs, let's round out some of the audio uh, overloads that we did not get to here with some next downloads. What do you got for us first? All right, we're going to go with a British woman from a morning show in Britain, uh, and she went on a roller coaster. Next download. Yeah, she freaks out on the, on the uh, roller coaster, too. Roller coasters. How do you feel about them? When you take the children out, do you get on the roller coasters? You don't go anywhere near it, do you? No, I do actually. Do you get on? Mine are only little. Yeah, but only on little sort of ones like Alice in Wonderland and things like that. Why does it sound like they are smarter than me, even though we're talking about fucking roller coasters? It's the accent. Is that what the it is? The accent always makes these people sm- sound smarter. I've got a guy at my weekly job. He just mm-hmm. started, uh, and he's got the accent too. And like he's one of these guys that he's really got it. Like he's for real from London, mm-hmm. and he uses all the the uh, the good words. Cheers, cheers. Yeah, um, he's he, like he's so fucking legit, and it's cool. Like I somehow feel like better than you because I now have an English friend. Do you have an English friend? Yes. Who? Mr. Bean doesn't count, you fuck. Mm, fuck. Exactly. Then you're, you're out of luck. Uncle Sam. Next download. Oh, he's a man. But we're huh? talking infusion really? here. Uh, it's the world's first suspended looping coaster that goes completely over water. It's also the tallest and the fastest in the UK. Yeah, poor Rachel. She sounds like she poor poor Rachel. She's had a go at this. And, uh, well, she'd normally run from such things, but she's had a go at this. We'll say, good morning to you, Rachel. Uh, you've touched up the makeup. You look fresh. You look ready. You know what to expect now. Happy? <laughs> She, uh, in, he was just kind of making fun of her there because they sent her on the roller coaster before just so she could, you know, see what it's like before she reports on it. And she already looks like a wreck. She looks like she's been crying. She looks like, uh, yeah, she looks like, uh, she just did that walk of shame home after getting fucked dirty. Uh, no, uh, I would never voluntarily do something like this, so, um, but I've been given a few tips because apparently all I did uh, on the last one was scream very loudly. So I'm going to endeavour not to scream so loudly and, uh, well, uh, get through this. It's so if I can like, get I'm it underway gonna, now as soon as... It's I'm not I'm going to try, I'm going to endeavour. And that's my new friend, John, from Britain. John? Yeah. I can, and I'll give you a few facts while I'm uh, going up. 150, oh, 120 feet, sorry. Uh, it loops over five times. It pulls at 4.5 G, and there are eight tons of nuts that are keeping this all together. together. I've been reliably informed. It's uh, suspended over water, and I've been told that it's one of the prettiest roller coasters. Mm-hmm. If only I could keep my eyes open long enough to look at the view, apparently it's great. Now, the tips I've been told are to keep your eyes open and just go with the flow. Feel it. Enjoy it. Look at the sunny day. Look at the beach. And as you can say, I'm giving some positive thinking here because uh, I'm... Oh, I really don't like this. And look at the 50 yards beneath yeah, anyway, you. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much for that. Um, yeah. Just laughing uh, that was not very nice of you, by the way. Uh, I can actually still hear you, um, which is all good, but this tenure is not very good! No! <laughs> <laughs> All right, you don't have to go in the oven. (laughs) So that does sound like she's getting raped, though. Yeah, yeah, it does sound. uh, Doesn't sound good. Whoa! 
up. Well, I think it's nearly over. Oh. Yes, two stop. Oh. oh, definitely, definitely a horse carousel girl. I'm really sorry. I'm an absolute wuss. Uh, I'm going to get my breath. Um, Rachel, you, you, you didn't follow any of the tips and, that and, uh, you said you were going to. Don't work. Uh, and uh, I'm going to be very glad that this assignment is very shortly going to be over. Um, and I know lots of people enjoy these things, and anyone who's screaming with delight, I'm very pleased for them all. Um, and I'm now going to try and find my earpiece again so I can hear you, which has been blown to one side. Hang on. Yeah, so that's basically... All right, well, it's good to see that America isn't the only place that does bullshit for news. Yeah, yeah. Do they have the same rating sweeps over there in the BBC? I, mean, I do it's, imagine it's government so. government-run television. What do they care about ratings? And who knew they had fucking roller coasters in Britain? This is news to me. Well, their roller coaster, that's like their big bad one over there, and it looks like a piece of shit compared to the ones over here. Everything does. Their fucking teeth, their roller coasters, it's all a piece of shit. Story number four. Four, four. Wife's at a loss to try to find husband after he wins the lottery. Uh, uh, Clues trickled in that Donna Campbell's husband was hiding something from her. He'd keep the television off at all times, disconnected their phone line, but the aha moment came when Campbell thumbed through the mail at their Miami house and saw a postcard. Congratulations on the purchase of your new home. Then she Googled her husband, who was a habitual lottery player, and found out that he won $19 million along with 17 other airline mechanics, opted for the payment lump sum of $10.2 million, meaning that each of them would receive about $600,000 before taxes. Dubs, does she deserve any of the money? Fuck her. Fuck her in the ass and then leave her on the side of the road like it's bang bus. Um, No, no, she deserves jack shit. Did she pick the numbers? The airline mechanics picked the numbers. Did she, uh, I don't know, do anything to deserve this money? Well, if the guy was a habitual lottery player and he used any of their money at some sort together to play the lottery and he lost, then if he used any of their money together to play the lottery and he wins, then she is entitled to half the money. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So she's never used money to buy herself something? Well, if she did... Buy herself a soda? If she did and it had a payout, then he would be deserving of half of that money. If they went into the store together, purchased this this thing together, and counted the numbers together, then, yes, they split the money they have, you know... No, but it was the communal money that is theirs. When you're married, it is your money, and it is your your money together when you are married. That's That's the way it works. That's why marriage fucking sucks, and that's why you can't tell your wife or your significant other anything true. When you were married, the money is yours together, so if you use some of that money to play the lottery and you win... Then the payout goes to you, just like it's the communal money that was put together for the airline mechanics. But they all went into it together, picking the numbers together, playing the game together. It wasn't you know them together, uh, her and the the husband together doing it. It was him and the mechanics. But it was, in a sense, because it was their money that was being put into. Their shared money was being put into this. And I say then she gets that shared money back. She gets the $1. 
She gets the $1 of this You get in. part of the payout. No, you don't. Why? I just explained it to no, you. No, you, you explained it shitty. It, what, it, that's not a good explanation. It's the way it is. It's, that's why you don't get married. I would agree that that's partly a reason, because if it was a boyfriend and girlfriend and it wasn't a shared community money, then sure. What is this? Monopoly? Yes. There's no community chest? There is. That's the way it works. It should be set up on grounds of, you know, the marriage in itself. Unless stated in a prenuptial agreement where this is my money and this is your money, when you get married, it is our money. So if we're going to use our money... Because just like whenever you'd go in together and like you'd you'd go in and you'd uh, you'd buy a, a car or something, both of you were on that. Both of you are going to be held liable to pay off that car. Yeah, because they went into it together and both signed on it. I and I think if uh, maybe if you know you don't sign on it with your husband, you at the divorce but, shouldn't have any part of it. But again, that's part of a contract that has been entered into. But whenever you're married, it's your money together. That's my understanding of the law, and that's why she deserves $300,000 of this. She deserves $300,000 alone because this guy's enough of an ass fuck to just take off when he gets the money. There has to be a reason. You know that uh, this guy has his reasons. Well, then he should have stated that early on, and he should have gotten divorced. He should have. How long does it take just you? Just because you get a money. Well, listen, I finally fucking did it. How, you know, how, how do you know that it hasn't been, you know... That long. Well, what you got to do is man up and be like, look, here's the thing. I finally have some money to fall back on. I hate you. I can say it to your face now. Here, I'm going to give you this money, and you're going to shut up, and you're going to go away forever. I will give you half of this for you to go away forever. That I would have been willing to do. That I'm doing now anyway. But you got to fucking have a ball sack. You can't just fucking run away now that you got this cash. Why? Because it's your money, run! No, it's it's their money. You Go can, ahead, there's take the money and run. There's something about having a Come ball sack. Come on, take the money and run. Story number three. Next. For good sex, date a feminist. Ugh. A new study from Rutgers University. In the That's how you get yourself in these fucking troubles. <laughs> they think they deserve everything. In the Journal of Sex Roles says feminists make better partners and have stronger relationships, better quality, equality, Stability and sexual satisfaction. G-dubs. Equality is overrated. I'm not kidding. Why would you say that? Because once they start thinking that they're equals, they start. You're and so I'm bad. I'm not kidding here. They they start doing things to hurt you. And let me let me explain like this. Once they start to believe in the equality thing, they take advantage of that equality angle while still taking advantage of, I'm the woman, you should be doing these extra things for me too. So they aren't equals, they become something more than. We become a slave to them. It's your job to put them in place. No, because then you are alpha male cocksucker. It is your job to stand up and be reasonable. At the same time where you can be an alpha male, you can also be a guy who sits there and has reason and listens and talks. But they won't listen. They will not listen. They are always right. Getting back to this, doesn't it make sense that feminists would be better fuckers? No. You don't think that a chick who has been submissive her whole life would be a dead lay? No, because then they are they are they are thinking of your needs instead of thinking of only theirs. But when they're thinking of theirs, they're going to move and be a better fucker. 
than if they're just laying Move for themselves. But if they're moving for themselves, they're usually doing pretty good for moving for you. No, no, because when they're moving for themselves, they fuck up your rhythm. Lay there. Now, Just I'll, don't breathe. Now, I'll admit, I don't really have a lot of a basis for comparison because I've only been, had sexual relations with feminists. Like, have you been, have you had a sexual relation with a chick who wasn't, you know, an empowered woman? And how was it? I've had sex with both, and I would say the non-empowered was better. Really? Yeah, they tend to... Uh, want to take care of you more instead of, yeah, and and then in turn, because they want to take care of you, you feel like taking care of them, instead of, why are you bossing me around? Why aren't you? Yeah, you know, why are you just thinking of you? Because, but that's men what are guys good, are. No, no, men are good people. Men, <laughs> and I'll tell you this: men, we we do think of ourselves, but when another person thinks of us too, we're like. Well, goddamn, that doesn't happen often. I'll think of this bitch and stick my tongue up her ass or something. I'll do something like that because she has done enough to lick beneath my balls and not just, you know, kind of give me that weak fucking kiss on the tip of my dick blowjob. Next two. Story number two. Condoms for inmates, a tough sell. Activists concerned about AIDS and prisoners' rights and an urgent constant step... That really should be nationwide policy. Letting inmates have condoms to reduce the spread of sexually transmitted diseases behind bars. Dubs, would this have kept you from getting the herp? I don't have the herp. No. Um, and I don't think it's Nothing a good idea. Nothing could have kept you from getting the herp? I don't have it. I don't think that uh, this would be a good idea either. I doubt when you're about to... Uh, and I'm, I'm not saying that... There, that prison's just full of rape but if you're raping a guy you aren't gonna think to put a condom on i would would you i would if, if it were if, if i was in no, prison if you had aids if you're an aids guy and or just put yourself in the position of but any, a lot of them don't really even know they get they get tested more often than we do out here i'll buy that so i mean they a lot of times they know they just don't give a shit anymore right you know so and if they're going to fuck someone, they're going to tell them. They're just going to spread it. I just know I'd throw on a condom if I was going to have sex with a dude. Yeah, I mean, of course. Well, because it's not gay then. Why? Because you're not really, if you're not kissing them and you have a condom on, it's like you're having sex with a pillow. You're not having actual contact. If you can manage. There's a, there's a rubber gasket there. So if you could, yes. If you can manage to not have your balls touch his balls, it's not gay. <laughs> it's like fucking a couch. That's hairy and fleshy. What if you kiss him? If you kiss him and he is clean shaven, then it is not gay. If he has five o'clock shadow, that's fucking queer. I'm being serious because you can close your eyes and think of a chick, and if it's clean shaven. All right, um, I'm, I'm tr- going to try to poke a hole in your uh, Fagoria theorem. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's like extended self pleasure. That's really what it is when you have a condom on and you've got your cock in another guy's ass. <laughs> that makes no sense whatsoever. Why don't you say cock in another guy's ass until he takes the straight angle out of it? If you, listen, let me think about this, okay? Condom on. Mm. All right? Pounding a dude. <laughs> Not touching anything but the condom and the friction. Eyes closed, thinking of a chick. That is heterosexual sex. All right, what if you... All right, you're, you're obviously fucking him from behind and... Um, really? 
Well, I mean, you could have his fucking hairy legs draped over your shoulders, but I don't think that'd be fun. But you're just doing it. You're thinking of a chick. By the way, really And quick. you're doing it so fiercely that his fucking long dong slaps the back of your balls. Is well, that gay? Then, obviously, you've crushed into the gay threshold. But you didn't mean to. It was just, you know, his well, cocks. Ha- well, it happened. I mean, it happened. Let's not, be stup- whole, Let's it, not be stupid about this. Is the whole act gay, or is it just like you played sword fight with your friend in fucking the fourth grade? No, because that's gay. <laughs> so, yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. You were confused. No, obviously. Confused on how good it felt mm-hmm. and how much you wanted to do it all over again. Mm-hmm. And confused how in the fourth grade, all of a sudden, you can get herpes and it comes back to bite you in next cast 12. Listen, I'm just trying to sit here and tell you, you can do this and it's all right. Don't, there's no need to worry. By the way, on an unrelated note, well, kind of, uh, I always thought that gay guys only had sex, like, bending the other one over. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it's more common to have, do it missionary. Really? Yeah. They like to look down and see Dong, like, staring him back in the face. Is it Dong, or do they like to see the man's face just running? It's all of it. It's like the whole thing. So, let's go through the Fagoria theorem real quick. <laughs> A squared plus C squared equals no cock, no touch, no gay. All right. Works for me. No, not really. Next. Number one. Nummer zeichen eins. Numero uno. Numero one. The number one story. Family sneaks dead body from Yonkers to nursing home. Prosecutors decided not to press charges against a family that allegedly snuck a dead body out of a Yonkers nursing home. Police found the body in a home on a bed dressed in nice clothing. 30-mile journey from the nursing home to the house is odd, but according to professionals, not illegal... They say uh, administrators at St. Joseph Nursing Home were horrified when the body suddenly disappeared. Why do you think they did it, Dubs? Well, this body uh, belonged to a guy who owned a beach house. And the beach house, uh, you know, they needed him to go over there because it was a timeshare. And uh, the two dudes took him over there. And uh, the guy's name is Bernie, by the way. And, uh, you know, had had to have a weekend over Bernie's. Yeah, of course. Of course, Bernie had to be there. He's a dead body. But they, they just said he was dead tired. They had a killer party last night. So I was thinking there was like a touching thing about this. And the reason we wanted to talk about this story was kind of along what we talked about with our animals earlier. And, you know, the loss of a loved one. Now, when they say they found him in nice clothes, was it a Hawaiian shirt? Here's the telltale way of figuring out if this is real or not. If they actually took him, if they actually took him to the. Uh, Why does this feel like the setup for a joke? It's not. You're crazy. Here's how you find out if this is real. Play some uh, island music, and if he walks around from a voodoo curse that they put on him, then yes, they took him to the beach house. There it was, next cast next, 12. Next, on the next episode. Ending on a deflating note. Thank you for nothing, dubs. How dare you. All right, there it was, next cast 12. I think people are going to be excited about it. Being back. The Hideout PSP is a next cast. The top 10 things we did not get to on the Hideout radio show. 
you realize we are working way too hard mm-hmm. uh, to do this little radio program that we do? We have a basically a fucking book right here of prep for you guys. And all of it for minimum wage. Actually, this part was for free. Yeah, enjoy. Whatever, though. It's still... Now you can get off my lap, too. Yeah. Now we don't have to share this mic anymore. Don't cross the streams. All right, my friends, that is it for the next episode. Download, download, download. Go to WJFK.com. Eventually, there will be a link on HideoutRadio.com. Click subscribe. Listen to the Hideout on WJFK. Drive those numbers up online. Give us some good stats like you did with the next casts. Anyone who was a Nextican, let them know that the next format is back in the post-show podcast. And uh, continue to uh, be supportive. We've had a lot of wrinkles with doing the show for for WJFK. Mm -hmm. Phone issues, connection issues. I'm really looking forward to when I come back in the new year. For everything being right on and good to go. What happened to two days ago? You're just going to miss one weekend. Now you're missing a whole month. I'm missing three shows in a row. I'm going to miss three shows in a row. Dude, I got a cruise. Got to go. Alex Cruise. And the Baba Tom Free For All. Then I got uh, Christmas. You know I'm a devout Christian. And then I have a dying uncle that I have to go see. Dubs, it's your time to shine, my man. Oh, I have no problem with it. I can't wait for the treehouse. I want all new imaging. I don't want the hideout name anywhere near what the bullshit stuff you're going to put out. It's going to be terrific. I have uh, Pedro Lima scheduled to come in, along with Arnie Ellis. Never heard of him. So. You will. It's going to be big, my friend. Big. All right, my friends. That is it. Hideoutradio.com. The MySpace. Everything. Uh, we'll check you guys. Until next time, we out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000.